I know that in society and culture right now, I mean, rest is kind of a hot button topic. You know, there's a lot more conversation happening, you know, a lot more teaching happening about self-care. It's like all of a sudden we're becoming aware that we need rest. Um, we're becoming aware that we struggle. You know, we're all exhausted. I don't know. It's, it's funny. I was thinking this morning, I don't know anyone in my life, including, you know, anywhere from those who have babies to those who have grandbabies and have empty nests, I don't know anyone that would say that they're not tired, mm -hmm. you know, that they're not busy, that they don't have a lot on their plate. And of course, we can all look at each other's plates and go, oh, well, hers looks way different than mine. You know, she, you know, she's got so much more or who, who am I to say? Or maybe on the flip side, I have so much going on. I'm so exhausted. You know, we all can kind of look and compare. Mm -hmm. But the reality is I think we live in a culture where people are struggling to find rest, mm -hmm. struggling to enter rest. So in talking about rest and the whole concept, I found myself laughing and sharing with the girls at the table that rest has never been an issue for me, um, or my brother for that matter. The two of us could probably sleep anywhere at any time. And we literally blame our mother because when we would come home from school, she would meet us with a snack and she would also have this incredible incentive that when we would lay down to take a nap after school, the first one to fall asleep would get a quarter. So, of course, like, it was money. So we were, we were all, like, in a race to see who could get to sleep first. And, of course, we didn't find out until 20 years later that our mother was inevitably always the one to fall asleep first. And then she would just pick which one of us would get the quarter. But it's funny, I, I say that, you know, subliminally, I, I think that I get paid when I go to sleep. Like, so sleep is not hard for me. I don't have a hard time falling asleep. Rest is actually welcome. And I know that that is kind of different. Not everybody has that. Not everybody can sleep anywhere at any time um, or explain that they maybe think that they could get paid to sleep. But the fact is that sleep came with an incentive. And I think when we talk about rest and we talk about the beauty of God, and that he welcomes us and he invites us into rest. It's very similar in the sense that there is a reward for those of us who are believers and followers of Christ. When we surrender and we choose to rest, when we choose to listen and we choose to return to him and rest, there is always a reward. There is always the reward of peace the reward of patience, the ability to see things from a different perspective, the ability to walk in confidence and truth and, and trust, that comes from moments of rest. Rest isn't passive. Rest is active. You can, there is, it's, it's an active rest, just like faith isn't passive. Faith mm -hmm. is active, but faith isn't always exemplified, you know, by just sitting. Sometimes, I mean, most of the time, faith requires action. And in the same way, I think we, there are those times when God says no, just like, you know, you were sharing earlier about the season where God said, mm, pull back. And there is that kind of rest. But then there's also the active rest that happens when we are right in the middle of what God yes. wants us to do. And it's bigger than us. And we don't know what we're going to do, but we're in the middle of the work. Our heart, back mm -hmm. to your comment, mm -hmm. our heart is postured in a way that I'm, I'm working and resting at the, it's yes. possible yes. to work 
and rest in him at the same time because the resting comes from this posturing of ourselves before the Lord that says, yes, I am doing what I am doing because you asked me to. I'm walking in obedience. I'm I'm doing the work that you've called me to, but I'm resting because it's not my work. Yes. I don't own it. It's yours. I'm resting in the fact that I don't have to, you know, I, the outcome isn't, isn't defined, isn't going to define me, whatever the outcome may be. And so I can work and I can be in this place of active rest. Mm -hmm. And again, based on the, you know, depending on the season, depending on what God's doing, you know, it's going to look different. Mm -hmm. And and I think, you know, sometimes that's the struggle Mm -hmm. is I look and I go, oh, God has Lucy in the season of rest. And I look at what rest God is calling you to. Mm -hmm. And I go, gosh, I'm, Mine doesn't look like that. Is there, you know, is there, and again, you know, is there something wrong with me? Am I resting wrong? Yeah. I mean, even in, yeah. even in that, we can strive to mm-hmm. rest like somebody else right. when God's mm-hmm. going, no. And for some of us, God is saying, I've got you in a place where I want you to actively mm-hmm. be, I want you to be moving forward, but resting at the same time. Yes. Resting. And for yes. others, it's, I want you sitting at my feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want you, I want you to, I want you sitting, put yeah. away all the other things, mm-hmm. and I just want you here. This is your place of rest. And I think that's where it's so personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's personal. It's a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It's a personal relationship with our creator. Mm-hmm. And we can't look to the left or the right. We have to. Mm-hmm. We have to surrender to him because that's where our salvation is found. Yeah. yeah. And as I think about that, I think about the scripture from James 1.17 that says, every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of lights. And I love the way it reads in the Amplified. It says, the creator and the sustainer of the heavens in whom there is no variation, no rising or setting or shadow, for he is perfect and he never changes. And the fact is, is that God is our creator and our sustainer. He is perfect and he never changes. And his offer to meet us in that place of rest, his offer to give every good and perfect gift to us when we come close to him, never changes. Over and over and over, God says, you draw near to me, I draw near to you. Come near to me, I'll come near to you. You know, turn to me and be saved. In, you know, enter into my rest. I mean, over and over and over. I mean, I'm looking at all these scriptures that are here, you know, I give rest to the weary, you know, in the scripture. And it talks about, um, it says, and God will provide rest for you. Mm. For this is the good news that God has prepared the, re- like God has prepared. Mm. Like I'm, I'm just looking, there's no way I could read them all, but it's like mm-hmm. God has prepared it and it takes a moment to, to, auto, to autocorrect, a yeah. moment just yeah. of us going, God, I need you. And that, it doesn't even have to be verbalized. Just like you said, standing in the kitchen. God. And, he, and it's, it's there. He's so, so good. So good. But the choice to rest is ours. The choice to come close is ours. There will inevitably always be a fight to get to that place because the enemy of our souls doesn't want us there. He doesn't want us close enough to hear God's voice. He doesn't want us calm enough so that God can shift our perspective and bring us into a place of perfect peace. And so we have to choose. We have to choose to rest. We have to choose to follow after God 
to believe him that when he says that we get there, we will experience him in a way that will change the way that we look at everything around us. So my challenge to you today would be to choose rest, to choose life, to choose the good and perfect gift that your father would give you. Just like my mom gave me that quarter every once in a while for beating my brother to sleep. Choose, choose to receive that good and perfect gift that your heavenly father would give you when you enter his rest.